Welcome to the Power 30 podcast powered by InfoSync to power people, enabling them to maximize their success because we believe everyone deserves to be successful. Today, I am speaking with Vikas Alig, expert in robotic process automation and vice president of enterprise sales at Automation Anywhere. Vikas, thank you so much for joining me today. My pleasure. It's great to be here. For our audience, give me a brief introduction and background of yourself and your experience. Sure. Uh, Vikas Alig, I've been with Automation Anywhere uh, close to four years now, but I've been part of the RPA industry, which is robotic process automation industry, close to seven. So pretty much from inception to date, we've seen the, the product and the technology come a long way. Um, not just for us at Automation Anywhere, but also our competition. And it has evolved from being a, um, a tool to an actual platform for automation across enterprise companies and for the mid-market as well. So uh, we've come a long way. The technology has enhanced and through acquisitions or by tool improvements, they've come to establish um, a marketplace for themselves, which competes with the enterprise uh, platforms out there. Yeah, so I would say, you know, technology is definitely um, advancing at the speed of sound today. You know, it's hard to keep up. And robotic process automation is one of the tools that is quickly becoming a growing trend. We're going to talk about that today. And I wanted to give a few statistics that may shed some light on why I think RPA is relevant to multi-unit leaders specifically. According to a report published by Lightspeed, 50% of U.S. restaurant operators are planning to implement some form of automation technology in the next two to three years. 90% of restaurants agree that increased automation for back-of-house operations would allow staff to focus on more critical tasks, which is very important for the multi-unit leaders who are looking to grow. And according to an article published by Square, 30% of restaurants say they currently use a single integrated application to manage back of house operations, leaving a vast majority working with an inefficient set of solutions. Automation is quickly becoming a highly sought after tool, not only for restaurant leaders, but all owner operators who are looking to streamline processes and increase efficiencies. And robotic process automation is of course a simple way to achieve this. Vikas, talk to me about RPA and what exactly is robotic process automation? Sure. Um, you know, the word RPA itself should explain what it, what it really means. We are trying to automate functions that are done by humans today, but are robotic in nature. A process that's mundane, rule-based, does not necessarily need a human's thinking ability and can be coded to make decisions is robotic process automation. In layman terms, you know, when you're when you're writing a macro on an Excel to solve for a repetitive task, um, and that works perfectly, when you put that macro on a platform to be able to integrate with your core applications and perform not just tasks, but processes and automate them, that is robotic process automation for you. What are some of the benefits of RPA? You know, when you hear the word robotics, it kind of scares a lot of customers or, you know, companies away because it sounds like 
you know, we've heard the phrase robots are coming for our jobs, but to be honest, RPA is meant to humanize our day-to-day -day activities. The fact that we at times use our fingers and eyes more than our brain at work explains why we're not as efficient as we should be. Most companies, and especially with industries like restaurants or retail, which have been laggards to adopting technology, have very mundane, repetitive processes in their back office and sometimes in their front offices that eats into their performances. Their operational matrix look very different as opposed to if they were to automate some of these mundane tasks. The fact that, you know, most people today have are, are still dealing with invoices. And if you look under the hood, you will actually know that most companies are processing invoices manually. And there's, you know, RPA or robotic process automation is a perfect fit to help you automate that invoice process without really having human intervention on making sure your invoices are processed accurately on time and can be run in a more efficient way than you are running it today. It's just an example of how we can help with automating your back office within the finance and accounting functions. Mm -hmm. Yeah, and you mentioned, you know, people are worried about robots taking over our jobs, but for every four jobs lost due to automation, one management level job is created. So this means what you're really doing is offering your staff the ability to use their high level skills so that their time is not be ta being taken up with those repetitive, low value tasks. And those, you know, RPA helps take some of the compliance issues out, some of the data entry issues out. It's much more accurate and effective in that way. As we look at multi-unit leaders in the restaurant and hospitality industry, how could they leverage RPA, in your opinion, to achieve benefits for their business? Or in your experience with your customers, how have you seen companies using RPA? Because we are truly enterprise-grade platform, we touch all sizes of businesses and all industries, including restaurant and retail. And in our opinion, when we started with this journey um, back in 2015, um, the low-hanging fruit was obviously with finance and accounting. You know, there was a lot of mundane tasks that the F&A teams were doing. Generally, most companies start with finance and accounting functions to look at the, the more low-hanging automation opportunities and, you know, things like inventory auditing, accounts receivable statements, uh, reconciliation of, you know, cash, credit, gift cards, and in general reporting for auditing, right? It takes away the labor that you need to put in to get your books auditable. Because this is done by a robot, you already have 100% accuracy on processes that have been automated right. And your ability to scale or to flex your capacity in high volume time is tremendous when you're automating a finance and accounting function. Similar, similarly, uh, what we have going on with the, you know, what we live in the great resignation time today. And HR has been, you know, a, a quick adopter of our technology. 
given the pressures we have on hiring, on you know just the HR functions of you know payroll or verification of employment prior to someone onboarding a new company, um, it's been it's been a very it's been a no brainer for HR to to adopt our technology given the challenges some of our companies and customers are facing today. Yes, and I think it's important because especially for the multi-unit enterprise leader, when you're looking to grow or scale your business, you really need to have those processes in place and have them running as efficient as possible to be able to scale as needed. And RPA helps with that a lot. And we talk a lot about streamlining and optimizing processes in the BPO industry. You know, that's the big sell. We can we can do that for you. But looking at RPA, do you feel like RPA is a threat to the BPO industry, or do you see RPA as a way for BPO companies like InfoSync to offer even better, more efficient services? Well, you know, while on the face of it, you know, BPOs could, could look at RPA as a threat like any other organization does, to be honest, we we just lived through a pandemic and and you know we we obviously were exposed to the dependency we have on human labor to show up in our offices whether whether it's onshore or offshore and the ability to automate 30 40 50% of what you've already outsourced with higher accuracy and in turn allow the outsourced capacity to do more um, intelligent work for your knowledge workers is core to any BPO business going forward. Gone are the times in early 2000s when, when BPOs were all about, you know, throwing bodies at a problem. Today, the BPO offering is a concoction of labor and technology. So if you're not using automation, you're probably going to run out of business because if you're not doing it, there are larger BPOs that are doing it. So, you know, and, and for, from a customer's perspective, you have the ability to get more efficiency gains on the back of automating some of these processes that have traditionally been performed by humans. So we've seen tremendous adoption for our technology in general across most BPO companies that we deal with. Mm -hmm. Well, and like anything that is technology when we think technology automation, I think the general public and many leaders see dollar signs. Like, what is this going to cost? It sounds complicated. It sounds like a very large investment. Talk to me about is is RPA um, an economical investment, or is it a you know large investment, or does it depend on the the level of automation that you implement? Great question. You know, this goes back to how we created the space or the market we are in today. Traditionally, automation has always been part of an IT function. And, you know, everyone has experienced the challenges of fighting for an IT budget because uh, small scale automations have not been traditionally prioritized for the business user. They're generally a part of an overall larger IT initiative, like an overhaul of a existing application, you know, legacy modernization. 
But RPA allows you to, to do a couple of things. A, solve for your short-term pains as the company drives its larger IT initiatives to solve for bigger problems. And so you don't have to continue throwing bodies at a problem for the next two years because you're going through SAP migration or you're going through you know, selection of a new ERP system. Um, you are able to automate within weeks and not years. So if you're missing SLA, if you're understaffed, you know, for tax companies come around tax season and you have to file your taxes in time and you don't have the staff to do it, automation kicks in and does exactly that for you. Um, think of banks processing PPP loans, you know, the banks that leverage, and this is all pandemic related, you know, we had dirt of people to, to do some of the processing for PPP loans and the banks could use automation to get these PPP loans out to people applying for it. So I have endless examples of why automation in general will continue to be mainstream for not just IT, but the business user and the ability to move quickly, get your ROI to sort of pay for itself because the technology doesn't cost you an arm and a leg. It's fairly affordable. We have packs that 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 are carved out for every size of the enterprise, whether you're mid market or you're commercial or an enterprise company uh, over a billion dollars in revenue. You know, there are packs uh, carved out for uh, your size of the company, and you know, basically, um, these solutions allow you to get your automation journey. Uh, going much faster than actually depending on IT to to basically provide you, you know, get you off the back burner and prioritize your, you know, business pain points. Mm -hmm. So for for business leaders and decision makers who are really good at operating their company, right? They're, they're driving growth, they're focused on business strategy, but they may be aren't well versed in the technical functions of finance and accounting or you know employment verification and payroll how do you as a business leader determine where the investment in automation needs to be where do you even start when you look at your processes to figure out where can we automate and what would be you know the first priority Good question. Uh, you know, if this was 2018, I would answer this differently. Uh, traditionally, RPA programs have been leaning on business analysts, consultants, third party partners to come in and scope that initial set of like uh, uh, processes that can use this sort of technology. However, as I mentioned earlier, this isn't just about robotic process automation anymore. We're truly enterprise platform that allows now you to not just automate, but also discover. So we're in this day and age where your business users, so talk about an AP clerk in your office, he or she could record their screens to then identify tasks or processes that are repetitive and manual in nature or 
an automation pipeline to be created by a tool that's part of the platform and fully integrated. So, so by allowing the discovery tool to record a user's screen and desktop, recording it over the next two weeks and doing it over multiple people on the same team, you can actually carve out the next five or 10 processes or tasks that are a no-brainer to automate. And by virtue of, of doing that exercise, you actually have not just the list of processes, but actually the process maps that, that you may or may not have updated in the last months or few years, right? It allows you to be audit ready. It allows you to identify use cases without really having to spend human capital on it. So gone are the days when you need someone to shadow a business user, you know, with, with a stopwatch to do a time and motion study. We have the ability to record at click level and record the average handling time of these transactions on the platform, which wasn't the case even back in 2018. So the discovery tools fully integrated into RPA tools allow you to have a seamless experience um, of identifying processes. The other thing that I want to bring up is if you have a front office call center or any, it may not be a call center, but if you're front, you know, you have staff facing customers, you have the ability to automate tasks which are called attended bots in the RPA dictionary that allows you to trigger bots on demand to go perform tasks while you continue to do something else. So I could at a push of a button or with a trigger, an email could be a trigger for it. Trigger a bot to go perform address verification or a vendor verification in case of a invoice and continue to do what I'm doing on my on my desktop. And that's all done in the background. So the technology has come a long way in being able to automate more than we could back in the day. Mm -hmm. And I think that's incredible. I think it's important for multi-unit leaders to think about because if you're trying to grow, you know, and you're trying to overcome the challenges of today, like the labor shortage, for example, um, you know, you need to not be so focused on things like benefits administration and payroll because you need to be focused on recruiting, retaining people development and culture. Um, for your finance and accounting team, if you're struggling to close your books on time, um, robotic process automation can come in and help ensure that your books are closed timely and that your leadership has timely and reliable data and that they can focus on the next deal, the next real estate deal or whatever that growth strategy looks like for them. So I think that this is a very valuable tool and I don't think it's being explored enough across the multi-unit industry because I really do believe it would bring value and allow them the opportunity to scale quickly and overcome some of the challenges that we're facing today, or at least free up the time to be able to do so. So um, thank you so much for that explanation. I think it was very helpful. Of course, and you know, we're seeing multiple clients roll out citizen development, uh, which means you're arming the business user with the power of automation and 
we're not recommending that your business users be trained on coding because you know that's not realistic but the ease of use and the user interface have come a long way where you know by deploying a discovery tool at the front end you can identify a huge part of your business that actually could be automated but has not been automated because mm -hmm. of you know the, the industry of the company being a laggard so i think if you're not thinking about automation today you should because honestly your competitors are and there's a reason why automation anywhere and our competitors have thousands of customers and this journey began back in 2015 but today we have over 5000 customers across the globe mm -hmm. with over a thousand partners, which means you have folks like InfoSync, right, who know our product, who know how to leverage it, and how to use this technology to deliver more value to their customers. Right, right, and five—that's impressive. Those numbers are impressive. You know, automation anywhere is well known for doing excellent work in RPA, and I do want to mention again, you know, as we talked about. The discovery tools. This is not a large time investment um, for business leaders who want to implement automation because there are tools out there to help you. So you're not having to take your staff's time to learn anything overly complicated or try to sift through processes and figure out where to automate, right? Because you, the, your consultants or the discovery tools can do that for you. Um, so it really is a worthwhile investment for leaders because. Thank you so much for joining me today. I enjoyed this discussion and um, I look forward to working with you in the near future as InfoSync continues to invest in their robotic process automation as well. Thank you for having me. Uh, it's a pleasure. I look forward to partnering with you guys. Thank, Thank you. you for listening to our monthly podcast. If you have a topic or question for our industry experts, you can shoot us an email at hello at ISSBC.com. You can find and subscribe to our podcast on our website at www.issvc.com, Apple Podcasts, or Spotify. This was Power 30, and I am Ashley Dameron, your host, podcast producer, and marketing and communications manager for InfoSync to power people, enabling them to maximize their success.